Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Bitch Work Podcast. It's Jordan here. Today's episode is going to be another solo episode. I have no guests this week, just me and sirens apparently. So, oh my god. I hope everyone's okay. Hold on. One moment. Hold for sirens. Okay, so today's episode is going to be another quick 20-minute episode with just me, a solo podcast episode. I don't have a guest this week, but don't worry. Starting next week, we will be back up and running with guests. I've just been super, super busy this week, and last week I was in Costa Rica, I was in LA, and then this week I'm on set, so it's just been a lot and kind of nonstop since the holidays, so it's just been hard to lock down people, but I'm here recording a solo podcast episode for you guys and I asked you guys on my Instagram what you guys wanted to see on today's episode and a lot of you guys replied things like moving to New York, transitioning out of college, and I actually thought this would be a really interesting and helpful topic um, to present to you guys right now because I know a lot of you guys are in your second semester senior year and will be thinking about graduating soon and maybe a lot of you are going to want to move to a big city like New York or LA and I just kind of wanted to take a second get a little bit more real with you guys and do something that I used to do on my YouTube channel a lot called like Real Talks where I just kind of sat and chatted with you guys about my real experience about something in my life. And I think that moving to New York and getting my job in New York and that whole post-graduation time for me was really transformative and really scary and hard at the same time. And it's something that I was truly not prepared for. So I would actually love to take the time right now to chat with you guys about it so you guys are kind of prepared and know what to expect when you are presented with that in maybe a few months or maybe a year in a few months, whatever. So I'm going to chat with you guys about that today. Also, you guys asked about like the logistics of moving to New York and getting a job in New York, which I feel I can talk to and about. So that's what we're going to discuss today. But first, I want to talk about senior year. Obviously, in my last episode, which if you guys haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it. I talked about how I really believed and still believe that you should enjoy your senior year of college, make the most of it, and take that time to have fun. Obviously, learn and prepare for your future and think about jobs and stuff. But for the most part, I think that's a really important time to have in your memory and kind of like your last moments to be a kid. So I found that time super, super special. And I think you guys should kind of do the same. So enjoy your senior year. And then once you graduate is where I think the hard work comes in. So probably about two weeks before graduation or maybe a month before graduation, I started really, really honing in and um, focusing on applying to media jobs. I've said it in so many other episodes and in last week's episode that the most important thing to know about getting a job in media is that you're probably not going to get it right after graduation. The odds of you getting it after graduation are actually quite slim or before graduation. I think that it takes like a month or a month and a half or maybe a few weeks after graduating to get a real job because the turnaround is so quick in media. So... Truly, I think I graduated on maybe like a Sunday or a Monday, and that Thursday, the Thursday after graduation, I planned a trip, a day trip to New York, which I am thankful enough to be able to do because I'm from Philadelphia, so getting to New York City from Philadelphia is only like an hour and a half train. So the Thursday after graduation, so let's say a week and a few, or a few days after graduation, I planned a trip to New York City where I had back-to-back stacked meetings 
with people who I'd either worked with in the past or had been in contact with throughout my senior year or people who I just found on LinkedIn and wanted to meet up with and chat with them about job opportunities. I set up, I think, like four to five meetings back to back to back for one whole day in the city. And this is what got me a job. 100,000% I give all my credit to getting my job to this strategy because it was after this that I easily got a job. So I essentially reached out to a ton of people. I've talked talked about this in the podcast endless times before about how to reach out to someone and ask for an informative interview, um, to reach out to your past internship advisors, bosses, things like that. So I reached out to probably like four to five people, set up meetings with each of them, and just chatted with them about my life, my future, what I wanted, things like that. And it ended up working out really well for me. So I had actually set up a meeting with my old boss at Food Network, and we met right outside the office. We chatted for a little bit, and he actually told me that someone on the Snapchat team had just quit that day, and or she'd ended her contract that day, and they were looking for someone to fill her role. So he suggested me to that boss, and not but like two and a half weeks later, I ended up getting my job at Food Network, which I still have. I've obviously gone up the ranks now. I started as a video coordinator, and now I'm an associate producer, but it was a truly amazing way to get my foot in the door, and it worked out super, super well for me, so I can only imagine it would work out well for you guys as well, but that is something that I would really recommend doing. Setting up meetings or... If you're not lucky enough to be able to go to the place you want to live, setting up calls or making a trip to go out there and talk to actual people who work in the industry that you want to be in. So once you kind of get your job, the move to New York City is a little bit more emotional than difficult, at least for me. Like, it was harder to move to New York emotionally than it was to move to New York physically because I'm from Philadelphia, like I said, only an hour and a half away. I have a ton of friends who lived in New York already, so it wasn't like super hard for me to get my stuff there and like um, physically move, but it was super hard for me emotionally. So because, like I said, the turnaround in media is so fast, I had to find a place to live in New York fairly quickly. So I actually ended up subletting an apartment for two to three months um, in Stytown, which is a really nice place to live in New York. It's like a community type thing. Lots of people who just graduated live there, and I would recommend it if you are looking for somewhere to live like short time or something. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's in downtown in Manhattan, so it's in a good location, and a lot of people really enjoy living there so I would recommend it um so I actually ended up subletting an apartment there in Stytown for like two to three months with two girls that I didn't know but who seemed trustworthy and who seemed cool and it ended up working out really well I actually found that sublet on a Facebook group um it was either New York graduate NYU University graduates housing which I'm not but I just joined the group or gypsy housing. There are a ton of Facebook groups that have like a ton of recent college grads that are looking for sublets, looking for apartments, and I would recommend doing them. A lot of them can be like kind of creepy and I would not recommend actually living in these places, but there are ways to find actual real um, apartments and real opportunities for housing in these groups. So I wouldn't neglect them at all. Um, So once I found my sublet, I kind of just packed up my clothes, 
put them on the train and unpacked when I got to New York. And then I slowly moved all my stuff from there. I wasn't ready to fully commit to bringing like my furniture and buying a bed and things like that yet because I was waiting to move into my first own rented apartment with my three best friends from college. So I subletted the apartment, then all my friends, my three best friends moved to New York and we got an apartment together. And I would say we were probably settled in our apartment by August. Now, so that's kind of the logistics of moving to New York. It wasn't super hard. It wasn't super difficult for me because I ordered all new furniture and I really just had to move my clothes from Philly to New York City. Um, But the hard part came in with the emotional part of it. For me, it was really, really hard to wrap my head around not being in college anymore. It was super hard for me to think that like this was going to be my life for the rest of my life, waking up every day and going to work and not experiencing new people every single day and having to really put myself out there in order to meet people. It was kind of like a wave of shock, like because when you're in college, new people and new experiences are constantly thrown at you every single day. You can meet a new person, you can experience something new, you can do something new without even really trying because your college gives you those opportunities for the most part. But when you live on your own and you live in New York City, it's like you're this tiny fish in this huge pond and it gets a lot harder and more difficult personally to get to those places. Like you have to really try to get there. You can't, it's not just handed to you. You have to put yourself out there and like maybe be in like an uncomfortable position. So thinking about those things constantly made me like super, super anxious and it made me really scared for the future. And I just, I kind of like didn't know that I was feeling this way and kind of took it out on my friends and my family and was just sad all the time. And it was super hard to wrap my head around this new life. And I think that a lot of people neglect to see how hard it is to transfer from college to post-grad life. Like, Your life has been so structured for the past 20 years of your life and now you're completely, not completely for a lot of people, but you're on your own for the most part. You don't have someone holding your hand anymore, which you don't really think is going to be that hard, but it actually really, really is. It like hit me kind of later and I didn't realize why I was so emotional and so sad and so scared all the time, but then you realize it's because you're like, oh shit, I'm an adult now. So that's kind of what moving to New York for me was like. But don't worry, guys, it got a a lot better and I ended up getting over that. And it was hard when I first got to my job because I didn't love who I was working with. I didn't love my team. I didn't love what I was doing. And the team that I was on wasn't fully kind of developed yet. And there wasn't a role in my job that I was like, this is it. I'm doing something fun. I'm doing something important. I'm doing something that I love. When I first got to my job, I just thought, okay, Jordan, you just have to stay here for one year. To stay here for one year and then you'll be able to do something else, something more exciting, something more fun, something that you love. And of course, that ultimately changed with a lot of factors, but I just am telling you guys this because the initial transition was not easy. So if you're going through the transition now or you're going through the transition in a few months, I don't want you to be scared of it, but I want you to have this in the back of your mind because it hit me like a ton of bricks. I did not expect at all to have these feelings of anxiety and sadness when switching my life over. I thought I was going to be easy peasy, done, love my job, love my apartment, love my life, have the best time ever in New York City, like totally without any issues. And I think because I wasn't expecting it, it made it even harder for me. So 
I would just say to you guys that have it in the back of your mind. Expect for the transition to be a little bit more difficult. So that way, if it is difficult, it's not like a shock factor on top of that. Um, But now I want to talk to you guys about how everything lifted up and how with time, everything got a lot better. And I actually ended up loving New York and loving my job and loving everything in my life so much more. So I would say probably about four to five months after moving to New York, things really lifted up for me. And then even more a year after that, and then even more six months after that, kind of where I'm at now. Um, Before I get into how it lifted up, I wanted to share with you guys that, so not only was moving to New York hard for me for all the reasons I just said, but I was broken up with, relationships changed, and friendships changed from college that I didn't expect to change. So that also made it really difficult in this transition, and it's something that I never thought would happen. I never thought that my friendships and relationships would switch and alter and become different after graduating, but they did. So that's another thing to keep in mind, and that was another thing that really affected me during this time. Granted, everything's totally fine now, and I've moved on, and I've mended, and things are great, but it's just something to keep in mind that other people also have these emotions when they graduate, so that can sometimes be put on you, unfortunately. It's a really emotional and transformative time that everybody handles differently. So be patient with your friends and your loved ones and your boyfriends or your girlfriends or whatever, because you never know how that person is feeling or what they're going through at this time. If they're stressed about jobs, if they're stressed about moving, if they're stressed about the job that they have and they don't know if they want it, like there's so many things that are so hard for people at this time in their life that it can really affect your friendships or relationships with them as well. And that doesn't mean they don't love you. It just means that, you know, they're going through something just like maybe you are. So enough with that. Now I'm going to talk about how things really, really lifted up. So starting with my job, of course, because that is what this podcast is ultimately about. Um, Things really changed because my entire team shifted over. Everyone on my team got moved. I, they hired a new boss for me who, Tina, who's my current boss, who has literally changed my life and was such an amazing role model for me and still is. And she really switched my, my life at work from being something where I didn't feel like I was learning to something where I was learning every single day, learning something new and helpful and important to the future of my career every single day. And with that, with them hiring her, came a bunch of other employees and then a team merging and then a promotion. So it really just takes one person at work or one opportunity at work to switch the whole thing around for you and to switch the whole situation and to maybe take something where you're not sure if you're super passionate about it yet and take it and make it something amazing and something that you love and something that you anticipate and love going to every single day. So my advice with that is if your job isn't exactly what you expect the first few months you get there, Give it some time. Give it six months. Give it a year. This is like a blip in your life. Your first like five years on the job is a literal blink of an eye in the whole life span of your career. Something that I tell myself all the time when I think about what other people are doing or start comparing myself to my friends or coworkers or things, which you should never do, but everyone does. Um, I just tell myself, like, I just, I'm just starting out. Like, this is only my third year working in the workforce. People work in the workforce for 45, 50 years. Like, you're just starting. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you're not obsessed with your first job, it's truly the blink of an eye in the lifespan of your entire career. So don't take it too seriously. Well, take it seriously. But don't take it too personally or too hard or be too stressed out about it if it isn't something that you 
are obsessed with because you can always, always change it. That's the beauty of life. You don't, you're not stuck in something ever. You can always change it and you can always um, become better or become more joyful or happy in your situations. So that all happened at work. Then, you know, people start getting used to living in New York. People start getting used to their routines, what they do, where they go, how they hang out with. And the whole social thing that gave me a lot of anxiety and a lot of sadness in the beginning all kind of worked itself out. Um, Moving to New York was like the most transformative time in my entire life. And I still feel like I'm on the journey. Probably about, like I said, four to five months after I moved here and my job started becoming filled with laughter and joy and learning every single day, I liked New York even more. And I also realized a year after living in New York that I hated my neighborhood. I hated where I lived and I didn't want to live there anymore. So I moved to Brooklyn. I moved out of Manhattan. I moved to Brooklyn. And then from there, my life went up even more. And I enjoyed coming home every day because it was my safe haven. And I loved coming home to my quiet neighborhood instead of a busy city. And you learn these things about yourself as you live here and as you figure out what you want and what you need And you learn the neighborhoods and you learn the streets and the kinds of buildings you can be in and the value you can get for your money and things like that. Like, there are so many things that you just don't know when you first get here, which is totally fine. So all of those things kind of shifted and changed one by one. And then you end up waking up one morning and you're at this place and you're like, wait, I fucking rule this city. It's amazing. And you feel like you're a New Yorker and you feel like you're a part of it. And you know what to do and you know where to go and you can go on dates and you can hang out with friends and you just don't start to feel as weighed down by the city. You start to feel lifted up by the city, which is something super special and something that I think only New York can do. So this episode has like really turned into like a love letter to New York. Um, I also, oh shoot, I forgot a whole part that literally when I first moved here every single day I wanted to move to LA I woke up every day and I thought today's the day I'm moving to LA I'm getting a new job next week fuck this place I'm moving to LA I can't with this anymore and now after two and a half years of living here I'm on my third year of living in New York I don't think about LA anymore now I go and I'm like oh this is fun but I can't wait to get back to the city the energy the ease of living here, everything's at your fingertips and it's just such a magical place to live. I really recommend if you guys are thinking about living in New York, you've ever wanted to live in New York, I would highly, highly recommend it. I think that everyone needs to live here once or for a year or for three years at most. Like I just think that everyone needs to experience living here for a period of time. It's such a magical, amazing, unique place and It can be really, really scary and super intimidating in the beginning, 100%. But once you find your way, you kind of feel unstoppable living here. You like, you like, can't, you, you just feel like you're on top of the world when you know your way around this city. It's, it's something really magical. And if you guys have any more specific, specific questions about New York, feel free to DM me. I am just so exhausted right now from being up on set that I have to leave this podcast right now and sleep and close my eyes because we're on set again tomorrow and it's been such a crazy week. Um, But I definitely wanted to get an episode up for you guys, so that's why I quickly recorded this. And I think there's a lot of really good information and inspiration in this quick 20-minute bite. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. Be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram. And again, if you have any specific questions about New York, you can inbox me or DM me at Jordan Rebecca or at Bitch Work Podcast. 
Be sure to send in recommendations for guests, which we will be back up and running with next week. I can't wait. And that's it for today. I love you guys so much, and I hope you enjoyed this. It got a little sappy, but I love New York, and I love living here, so I wanted to share it with you guys, and I hope it was helpful, too. So that's it. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.